0: It's another Trade Talk Tuesday episode here on the PHNX Coyotes podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters. How are you guys doing today? PD's on the other side of the country, taking one for the team. Yeah. Recording. Yep. Yes. <laughs> because cross-country travel is perfect for PD's anxiety.
2: Yeah, I tell you what, it's, it's a it's a thirteen-hour travel day, but let's
1: not talk about it today.
0: <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> for another it. day. Yeah. No, At least
0: you're not going to Montreal.
1: Fair. Yeah. We're well, the, the good news about Montreal is that you can't get there anymore. They yeah. just canceled it's, the flights. It's unreal. Is that? I wonder if they should move them out of the out
2: of the league. Then we should start talking Maybe. about that. Maybe. We're just get about moving Arizona, move Montreal. Ice speed trains,
1: or maybe you can take a boat across the Great Lakes. I don't know. Yeah, something
2: can't get that. For,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Is this all, all right?
1: I, this do we have one more trade talk
2: Tuesday after this, Craig? We have one yes. more. Is that one my correct? More. So one more.
0: So this is our second to last trade talk Tuesday, and then the season's back. I mean, we're almost there. It's crazy.
2: unbelievable. The trade talk Tuesday trading camp is.
0: They report Wednesday a, the first on the ice Thursday. Thursday. Like it, hockey season is here.
2: And again, two games Saturday, Sunday. Oh boy.
0: And we'll be in Tucson in on Tucson. Sunday. So we'll
2: unless we want to go to Wichita. Can we go to Wichita instead?
0: <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> start start now. driving now.
2: Yeah, start Wichita, driving.
1: Palsa, Boise. Woo!
2: Let's yeah, go. For a All right. Can you imagine being <laughs> an equipment guy for the Arizona Coyotes during this training camp? <laughs> oh, let's go to which wichita and things people don't think about too and you go to those kind of cities it's not nhl arenas it's not nhl hookups and truck drivers and staff it is there's three cities that don't right. have nhl teams they're playing in right oh four if you count tucson oh my goodness
1: you hit the ground and get to the arena and they're like you need what <laughs> yeah well, let's go sorry leah
0: I'm oh, all right Uh, Okay, well, (laughs) let's dive into today's Trade Talk Tuesday subject, and it's Zabinik McCulloch. Um, I think um, fans love Zabinik McCulloch, at least I did, Um, and he came here not once but twice. So we have a couple of different trades to look at here, and let's start with that first one that brought him here in 2005, um, a trade with the Minnesota Wild that sent Eric Westrom and Dustin Wood to Minnesota for spending McCulloch And in 2005, I was nine. So what was the vibe on the coyotes at the time when this went down?
2: This is, well, you know, this is a, this yeah, is one of those go. periods where we talk about re, rebuilds. This was one of those times for the, for the Arizona coyotes. This was dark, dark days. Um, <laughs> this is bad hockey teams right around that time. Um, and they looked, you know, they, Minnesota was looking for bringing Eric, Eric Westrom home. Um, he was a kid that uh, looked like he was going to have some offensive upside. He's a Minneapolis kid. He played for the University of Minnesota. And, and honestly, Z, I, no one knew he was going to be Z at this point. I don't think. I, you know, I, I think hindsight's 2020, 20, obviously, but I don't think anybody anticipated the kind of NHL charisma that McCulloch was going to have. Um, so I think was, the piece for this one was, was Eric Westrom coming home. Um, I like Derek question. I think he was a good, hardworking player. He was a good American league player. I mean, he put up good numbers in the American league. He worked really hard. Um, Just never really panned out in the national hockey league, played 15 games for the Coyotes that year with one goal. I mean, you just wanted to see something more from him worked his tail off, but in return, look what the Coyotes were able to gain from Minnesota in Zabenik McCulloch. And that year for Minnesota, he played 22 games. Z did. He played 22 games in Minnesota and had one goal for Minnesota. So you're trading one goal for one goal. You're playing defenseman for a yeah. forward. So
1: Eric Westrom's only NHL goal, by the way, was, was with the Coyotes. See, he only had three points in his NHL career, which only lasted 27 NHL games. I mean, Zabenik McCulloch in, in his first tour of duty, I think, was sort of a revelation for the Coyotes. They, they liked his upside, but I, I don't think they realized just how good of a defenseman he was, particularly in the stay-at-home, the defensive side of the puck, uh, until he got here. And he, he contributed some offense, too, as you know, Petey, during those years. But he was just such a warrior and such a well-liked guy in the locker room. The thing that he became known for, of course, was his willingness to dive in front of any shot. Uh, he, he had 1,057 block shots with the Coyotes. He led the league one year while he's with the Coyotes. I mean, he, he was just the ultimate team player. I remember talking to him in the locker room sometimes, doing post-game interviews, and sometimes he would come without his teeth, Petey. Did <laughs> you just say, forgot, what? To <laughs> forgot to put my chompers in? So, yeah, but yeah, a couple things
2: was, too. Yeah. So you look at the trade and it also had Dustin Wood as a part of that trade. He was a, you know, just over six foot tall defenseman, never made it to the national hockey league. You know, another guy should had a defenseman, defenseman with a little more, um, they thought a little more size and grit than what you're going to get from Zabenic McCall. It just didn't work out that way. I think, I think that's what Dustin Wood was supposed to be a little more uh, scrappier player. It just didn't happen. He had his last year Peter Peterborough had 57 penalty minutes. But um, anyway, so Dustin Wood doesn't become a factor in that trade. So back to Z, though. And we're talking about Z and his shot blocking. The one thing about Z, especially that first time through, there was never a doubt. One, never doubt if he was going to get in front of a shot because he did. And he'd block it literally with anything. His hands, his face, his back. If he could get in front of a shot, he was going to eat that puck. And then he would do that. It became a huge penalty kill um, player for this Coyote's team, Um, first guy over the boards, every penalty, you knew who's going to be on the ice and goaltenders loved him because of course he's going to limit the shots against, because he's going to take some off the shin pads. The other thing he did is he got hurt a lot and blocking shots. And we talked about when shot blockers and and that's a, a plastic fiberglass device that goes over your skate that helps people from getting their foot broken. They didn't have those when He started. And so you're talking about guys Sometimes he couldn't even walk to the building, but you knew he was going to play. He'd wow. be in a boot from blocking a shot. He might have a chip in the bone on his toe. No, nope, Z's going to play. Like he, there was never a question of Z was going to play. He'd have a broken thumb or a broken chip in his hand like he's gonna play. like Z just played and and I think that that warrior mentality would, never complaining, never was oh this hurts like he he was a man of very 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 few words. He didn't say boo and so when he laid on the ice after a shot, you knew he was hurt and and that's when you got scared when Z laid down and go oh then something's really wrong but but that warrior mentality just contagious through the room. like if he's willing to do that, good grief, then, then I better be willing to do something like that too. Um, yeah, he, he was, he's quiet leader. He was great in the room. Um, unfortunately as all things happen, Craig, you got to move him along too. And so part two, Bart, how do you say it in French? Yeah, is it du? Uh,
0: du? Du? Yeah, I don't. I mean, part is not the right word. Yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so the trade tree continues because he ends up going.
0: Well, he signed with Pittsburgh. He signed as with a free Pittsburgh agent, as yeah. a free agent, so yeah. he wasn't traded away by the Coyotes. He came back on a different trade um, in 2012. So seven years after the initial trade that brought him to Arizona, uh, Arizona reacquired, it's been a colic for Mark chevary. I'm looking at Craig right now. Sure. Sh- sure. <laughs> he okay. never played in the NHL. Okay. Harrison. Rupp. Rupp. Never Rupp, played in Why NHL. would you put an O in there if it's Just to confuse okay. people. Okay, like people like me, and a 2012 third round pick that was the 81st overall pick that turned into Oscar Sunquist, and that was the Pittsburgh Penguins haul of that trade. What were the thoughts on this trade at the time, and why did the Coyotes feel the need to bring McCulloch back?
1: Well, I can say that in Pittsburgh, uh, they, Z didn't pan out quite like they thought he was, and I'm sure part of that was just the wear and tear on his body of all he'd done with the Coyotes. Um, Petey, you can probably speak to more why why they brought him back. I'm sure they wanted a reprisal of what he had been before, but clearly he wasn't the same player. Yeah, but you look at what happened in Pittsburgh, I mean, and
2: sometimes players just fit in different systems, different coaches, different cities. Z fit here. He played his best hockey here, and he went to Pittsburgh and— You know what? Pittsburgh doesn't play the same way as Arizona Coyotes. There are different expectations there. There were different ways of playing both on the penalty kill five on five. And it just was never a real good fit for Z. Still a good player. Um, but he didn't have the speed and the up-tempo offense that I think Pittsburgh really wanted, and, and he was never going to have that. And Z would be the first to tell you that. He's not going to contribute to the offense. He's not going to contribute to lugging the puck up the ice from behind the goal line and getting it to the other end. That's not his game. And and I think Pittsburgh was looking for him to be a little bit more of that and a little they hoped, along with the penalty killing and the defending side of the puck, that he would carry over and have some of that offensive upside. He didn't. Um, one of the things, and you look at the time period, he was gone. He was in Pittsburgh for two years. And unfortunately for him, um, he was gone and missed eleven, twelve. Yep. Zabenic McCulloch missed the the playoff run of twenty twelve. And you look at the defensemen that the Coyotes had in that run. And, you know, you talk about, um, you know. Oliver Ekman Larson and Derek Morris and Keith Yandel. And can you imagine in there coin, with yeah. the coin and Roosevelt yeah. and Klesla? Yeah. like Z yeah. he would have embodied what that 2012 team was all about. Teamwork pulling together Absolutely. for everybody, defending as well as you create offense. And he would have been a huge guy to be in the locker room for that 2012 run. And I'm sorry, the two years he's gone was one of them was the most uh, prolific off, you know, prolific playoff performances for this entire franchise. And he missed it. And that that was truly, truly too bad because I think he would have been, you know, he would have been a big part of that. And then that's why you start talking about why does he come back? And because some of those guys that you had in 11, 12 are gone and they're not back and part of the team. You know, you 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 have Oliver's back. Klesa was still a part of that team, but then you don't have Adrian Acoin anymore. He's moved on. Um uh, who am I missing? Uh, uh come on, Craig, the right-handed guy, the uh, Rose Rosaval. He Rosie moves on too. So you needed to fill in that defensive defending spot after Acoin and Roosevelt and Z wanted to come back wanted to be here wanted to be a part of this team you knew he what to expect from him I and mean, he could fill in some of those roles some of those guys that you lost in that defending role of that 2012 team and you go Here's the guy like he he could be a part and insert into that locker room immediately and be a part of what this team was trying to do. Unfortunately, they'd never recaptured that 2012 magic and um, you they weren't able to, to have that playoff success again, but Z slipped right back in the locker room and, and went right back to the role that he had prior to um, in his first stint here that where he, Right back into killing penalties. Right back into blocking shots. Um, unfortunately, again for him, it, it became injuries again. Like he gets hurt, and you get hurt blocking shots. You break bones, and and now you're missing time. And his and his second stint back here, he just wasn't able to play a full season because he just couldn't stay out of the uh, out of the medical room.
1: Yeah, and he could never get his hips right. After a certain point, his hips were so messed up that it was just clear he was. He was never going to be the same player. And and the the, the really unfortunate part about Z- Zabinic McCulloch's end here is that he he f- he finished out his last professional season with the Tucson Roadrunners instead of with the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, he was playing out the last year of his contract. He wasn't going to leave money on the table, but it was a little bit of a surprise to him. I'm sure that they they put him down in Tucson because they wanted to play younger players, and he just ended up playing most of the season down there. That That was rough on him. That was really hard on him
0: one time when I was living in Tucson downtown, I walked out of my apartment building and I saw Zabinic McCulloch across the street, waiting for the streetcar. So, yeah.
2: You know. And even before that though, you talk about the, the, see, we've talked about the trade that got him back here with Pittsburgh, right? And that was Chevrolet Roop and ends up being Oscar Sunquist, who ends up getting traded to St. Louis and winning a cup. But none of those have, I mean, he's a, he's a good NHL player. I'm not diminishing what Sunquist became, but he didn't do anything for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Z at the trade deadline in fourteen fifteen. It looks like another rebuild's coming. Um, so guess what? Z, you're out again. You're going to get traded again at the trade deadline and in fourteen fifteen, and package him up and send him off to St. Louis. Um, so he's out of Arizona again for Maxine Latunov. And I remember with Latunov. Who? When you talk about Maxime Latunov, he's another guy that you go, okay, this is an offensive upside. They would given up on him in St. Louis. And the management at that time thought maybe there's going to be something from this kid. He's a Russian kid. He was six foot three. He was a second round pick by St. Louis. Maybe there's going to be something there. He'd been in North America for a long time. He played in the USHL. He played in hockey East at UConn, almost a point a game for his whole college
1: career. Played at Gila yeah. River Arena, Petey. They played ASU there. I remember UConn Seriously? played ASU in a game there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, I must've have, must have missed that one.
1: But how many games did he
2: play for the Arizona Coyotes? <laughs> yeah. Well, none. So that would be none in case you're keeping score at home. Um, He ended up getting, he ended up moving on to San Jose and he played one NHL game. But after, after the trade deadline of 14, 15, and he goes off to St. Louis, where does Z come back to the next year? Arizona. So that was one of those things you get him, you get Latunov and you knew at the end of the season, Z goes, okay, yeah, I'll resign in Arizona. I'll come back. Yeah, absolutely i'll come back i love it here my family's here love the love everything about it so you were able to to trade get an asset and and still bring him back for the following season but to craig's point through injuries and wear and tear on that body and the end of you know it was hard he played really really hard minutes he played really really hard games and that last season was hard for him and, and he ends up spending the majority of the 16 17 season his last season in north america plays 43 games for tucson and you know what he didn't Do Craig? He didn't complain. He didn't go, Why me? Or this sucks or this is bullshit. He said, Yeah, tell me where to go. Tell me what to do. And yeah, I he wanted to be here. He wanted to be a part of it here. I think he thought he could still play here, but he didn't complain. He didn't whine. He went down and worked hard. He taught younger players how to work hard. He was a guy in the locker room that was still a quiet leader because he did things the right way down in Tucson, and you think when you play, have a player of that many career games in the National Hockey League going down to the America League, you go, oh, oh, this could be a problem. He could be a cancer down there. He could be a problem. Exact opposite. Exact opposite for that team. Um, and, and that just goes to the character of Zibanec McCullough. I mean, how hard that must have been. And he still lived here, and he commuted back and forth, and he practiced down there, um, and he made it work. And he, he, he finally that season, you know, he ended up playing a little bit back in the Czech Republic after that. But then where does he come back to as he always does throughout his career. And when his career is over, where does he come back to
1: Arizona? Yep. He's living here. And you're right about that. I, I went down and wrote a story that season about just how tough it was on him. And it literally Mark Lamb, the ill-fated coach of the Tucson Roadrunners, the first one just raved about his impact on that dressing room. And I talked to players and, you know, you get, you hear that a lot, but when you get to know a player, like, You get to know Z after being around the Coyotes for so long. It was no stretch to believe that he was having that sort of impact that's just the type of person he was.
0: Before we get into who won the trade, I think that if underdog fantasy was around when Zabinic McCulloch played and you were to pick higher or lower on blocked shots nightly, I would always take the higher. Yeah,
2: I always take that over. (laughs) (laughs) not higher not not over under higher lower
0: higher yeah that would be a no-brainer for me when it came to the medic mcculloch if underdog fantasy were around then but it wasn't but it's around now and it makes it a lot more fun to watch not only hockey but football baseball baseball season's almost over if you want to you know the d-backs are probably out of the playoff picture now but if you want to you know, spice up watching the rest of the season, you can do so on underdog fantasy. It's super easy to do. You can just do the Pick 'em game and you look for your favorite or least favorite player stats, pick between two and five players for your Pick 'em entry and whether you'll think they'll end up with a higher or low lower total than that stat in this week's game. And if you get all your picks, right, you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. It's so easy to use. PD has used it before has come close. Um, they also have an insurance option. So if you do five legs and you miss one and you got four, you can still win some money. Um, so super easy to use, check out underdog fantasy, search in the app store or click on the link below in the show notes and sign up with the promo code PHNX and underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code PHNX and get in on the action today.
2: Yeah, okay, I'm I'm going to go with you Leah before we move on because I, sometimes I got to stop listening to Sean and Shane and I won't get into what they did to me this weekend, mm-hmm. but um on their help with <laughs> the one thing about underdog fantasy and you just said it is how easy it is. I don't have to know which I, I sincerely don't need to know which team is better because you're doing it mostly on the pickem, you're doing it on players. I like that. Yeah. Guy. He's going And and you higher.
0: only have two choices. Higher or lower. lower. That's it. Higher (laughs) or lower. For me, for someone like me who is very indecisive, at least I have two choices in front of me. It's so easy.
2: And it's easy. You can go through and pick all the quarterbacks. Or you can take your favorite team and pick five different picks from your team. Or you can take the guys you hate and just go after them and go lower, 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 lower. Yeah,
0: it's so true. It takes about
2: 30 seconds. You nailed it. You're in. You throw in for your five bucks to win 100. Boom. Done. That's what I I know I got to get into the drafting of fantasy Mm -hmm. team. I got to get there. I'm still learning. Um, but right now, the Pick'Em is so easy. It makes it a lot more fun and so you're in the seat excitement.
0: Yeah. And it just gets you invested in games you might not yep. otherwise care about. <laughs> which is... And
2: that, yeah, you can be watching a game that Michigan game 59 to nothing and you go, oh, yeah. And I'm still tuned oh, in. Oh, yeah. Go, yeah. Why yeah, are you yeah. watching, Bob? Well, because.
0: <laughs> um, and you know what else is super easy to do? It's by Four Peaks in Arizona because you can find it at pretty much any single grocery store. You can find it at Target. You can go down to the 8th Street Pub. We will be there next wednesday september 28th for last wednesdays um we'll have a special guest on our show to be revealed later unless we are you gonna be revealing re- it now re- yes i'll be there
2: okay just checking because yeah. this will be the first time will this be the first time on the last wednesday that all three of us will be there on the last
0: wednesday no not the first time no
2: are you sure i missed Keed- the first one brandy keating brandy Randy Reds,
0: yeah.
2: I, yep. was i there there you? I was there are yeah. you sure
0: yes mm-hmm. yep yeah. Also, Bob McKenzie. We were all there.
2: Yeah. yeah, is that a last Wednesday though? I know. Yeah, what that was the last Wednesday. Yep. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure we will wasn't.
0: all be whatever. We, were, we will all be there on the 28th. So come join us. We'll have yeah, pumpkin porter on tap. You got drink specials. Be sure to enter the Toast of the Month sweepstakes, by the way, if you haven't already to get some great prizes. Super easy to enter. Just go to gopagenx.com to enter that. You must be 21 or older to enjoy Four Peaks and enjoy responsibly. But you're more than welcome to come down to Four Peaks at any time because there's great food there as well. And okay. Then also
1: it's a good way of drowning your sorrows if you're an Arizona football fan.
0: True. Unless you're a Wildcats fan and Craig was pooping I on earlier. I guess if you want to
1: celebrate uh, eking out a home win over uh, an FCS team, if you call yeah. that a victory, sure, Arizona, but, you ride with that. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> but would you rather be an Arizona fan this week or would you rather be an ASU fan where they paid a team to come play them, lost, and then fired their coach? So. Oops.
1: Yep, yes, and that, be bear saying. down.
0: That's all I gotta
1: say. <laughs> Two bad college football teams. <laughs> That's what we <we've>
0: got. <laughs> all right, anywho, uh, who won the trade? He came back many times on his own. He, the Coyotes got many players for him, but not, they didn't necessarily pan out to be anything great. So, all of that being said, who do you guys think won the trade in the long run? No question. Is there even a winner? Yeah, I, I think there is. Oh, yeah, you, there is.
1: When you look at all that you got for Z, uh, you know, in his first run especially as a Coyote, uh, he he did exactly what they wanted from him. He was a he was a terrific defensive defenseman and he chipped in with a little more offense than I th- I think maybe people expected from him especially early on in his tenure year. When you look at the other players involved in the in in all the trades, it's just like who? 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 These guys didn't even play in the NHL. I mean, Oscar Sunquist was the guy that we talked about the most. Nobody really had a sustained run in the NHL other than zabinic McCulloch. I, I think the Coyotes win this hands down. I, I
2: And and for everything you said, Greg, I, I, I completely agree the Arizona Coyotes win this trade. They win the second trade. They win the third time he comes back on a free agent signing. Coyotes win because they had a guy like zabinic McCulloch in their locker room. And that goes, I, you know, the numbers, I think, bear, bear themselves out. And I think that proves the point. When you talk about statistics, analytics, games played, points, he, he's only, you know, he still ends up in the league with 42 goals in the National Hockey League. Um, but it really comes down for me as a kind of person that Z was. And I think that's why they win. I think having players see that kind of commitment to doing things the right way. Made this locker room better, and I think made young players better. I think it taught players how to play the game the right way, and I think that was much more important than what you see in the numbers on the score sheet. I can't I can't go on enough about what he has done here for this organization and him his ability to go out and get in front of a shot. And I and I would like to. I wish we would have had a, some of the goalies that played behind Zabernikolic on this to hear what their thoughts would have been. But he did it without goalie gear, and he did it every night. And he did it when he was hurt. And he did it when he couldn't walk. and he still went and played. So coyotes went hands down and, and Z was phenomenal here as a
1: coyote, PD. if you had to pick an all-time shot blocking team for the coyotes, oh. who who are your guys? Like I, I, the goalie doesn't matter right? Well, it the deer there's two. But, it's easy. And Yalmerson and Yalmerson, yeah, Z. And, Z the and then up front, Boyd Gordon probably as the center. But who are your wings? I don't know. Not Tyson Nash, I will tell you that. Not Tyson, <laughs> <laughs> are you Baron Tyson? Because well, you know, you heard getting, him talk about well, not it, Phil Kessel? Go out, like pretending like he was going to block and then he'd do the flamingo. It's not Phil Kessel
2: either. Take Phil <laughs> off your list, scratch that one off your list. Um, but didn't isn't that a Krauser got hurt last year with blocking a shot? Yeah, I mean, Borg Gordon for sure, and you've got guys like Lane Cow and Chip Tura, and and there were plenty of guys that would get get down and, and lay down in front of a puck, and there's some tough guys that played here, man. Um, yeah. And Z's right up there at the top.
1: I'd be curious who the wingers would be on that team. Chip Tura is an interesting call because he played all over the place. $900,000 dad <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> but another guy gave you everything he had every time he touched the ice. He yes, he um, did. Well, we'll have to ask. I think next time we get Shane Doan or somebody on the show, we'll have to ask the all-time shot-block team. Actually, why don't you reach out, Craig? Find out who's. <laughs> or the, the if all-time. you're listening
0: to this and you have an idea, yes. tweet at us at page next underscore coyotes, or let us know in the members-only Discord who, if you disagree with anyone we've said the center and the, the two defensemen, but if you or if you have wingers in mind for um, shot all-time shot-blocking Arizona Coyotes team, so let us know. Love with it. that. Um, and one other thing about Zbigniew McCulloch, too, I think just from just from a fan perspective, also, like the the perception that nobody wants to play here and the fact that he came back again and again. and and I know it was some of it was trades, but he did resign as the agent. and also the fact that he retired here. I mean, like it just it's just a nice feeling as a fan to know that somebody loved playing here and even though, you know, they might not have had the, Level of playoff success that you would want at the time—it's just a nice feeling as a fan. So, um, love that from Z. And uh, if you want to have a nice feeling as a fan, I don't recommend going to an Arizona State football game, but maybe a D backs game. <laughs> Found some tickets on Game Time for sixty. 16- Actually, there's thirteen dollars tickets here on the Game Time app for the. Uh, Giants at Dbacks at Chase Field on Friday, so check that out. But there are ASU tickets for Saturday's game for nineteen dollars on the Game Time app, so check out Game Time if you want to buy your tickets. I have said it again and again, but I found you know more reasonably priced Coyotes tickets there as well. So if you Think of buying tickets to anything, not just sporting events, but concerts, shows. Think of game time because they really do have the best and cheapest options for you. Best also for last-minute tickets. You can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute. And it's easier than ever to score the best deals on sports concerts and shows. So, if you love PHNX, you'll love game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. So, scroll down on your podcasting app to the description, click on the link there to buy your tickets um, and let us know if, how your experience is with game time. We want to hear for sure. Um, and also, we always talk about my weenie bets. Um, I'm continuing to win money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you definitely can too. It's really so easy. They paid out the early one promotion for multiple games on Sunday because both teams were up. So really there's just, DraftKings is basically giving you ways to win money. They want you to win money. So if you're not on DraftKings yet, sign up today. You can bet just five new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up. Same game parlays right now for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? And to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game per day all season long. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. It's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. We have a little bit of a different schedule this week because of training camp starting. So Wednesday, we're going to do an audio episode. And then Thursday, we'll actually be live for the first day of training camp. Craig will be calling in training camp we'll have some training camp updates and then we'll be live again on friday as well and then we've said it again and again but we will be in tucson on sunday the 25th for that preseason game so if you haven't gotten your tickets yet or if you have and you're planning to be there we will be there so come over say hi to us wear your gear from the ph next locker wear your cody shirts um i'll definitely be wearing some ph next gear so exciting week ahead hockey is hockey is here
2: one thing, and, and first of all, if we're doing that many live shows, that sounds like a lot of live shows to me. Are we going to get to the point, Leah, where we're like Big Brother and we just leave the cameras on like all the time and just like, shit, like we're just <laughs> can live. you imagine? We're just live, Leah, P.D. and Craig live. Here we are again.
0: Everyone can see yeah. how much you sigh again and again Lord, and again. Lord, I don't
2: get paid by the hour here. Like, just let's remind everybody that. So <laughs> the other thing I want to say is in Tucson, and don't be afraid because don't be afraid to say hi. We, Craig and I were at the ice den last week um, when the rookies were in town and getting ready to gear up. And somebody that listened to our show actually came up and said, hi. And we talked about hockey. It was a hockey mom dropping um, kids off for a skate. Come say hi. I mean, we definitely, absolutely. If you want to get and talk hockey, I think the three of us would love to do that. So if you're listening and you bump into us in Tucson, please come up and say hi because we definitely want to hear from people that, that listen to the show and are members of the PHNX family. So absolutely, I know Craig is incredibly intimidating. <laughs> I know he can be intimidating, <laughs> but he's, Kind of an okay, gentle, nice guy. So definitely come up and say sometimes, hi. Kind sometimes kind of yeah. sometimes.
1: Yeah. If you are Without coming to meet stuff. the country music singer, however, you will be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so not great,
0: not at of... Craig Morgan, but at Craig <laughs> S. Morgan.
1: <laughs> We're so I thought, yeah, yeah, it's a um, oh yeah. <laughs> One other thing that I wanted to point out that's coming up with, with our shows for the next four weeks is each. Um, I think it's every Monday. We're going to talk to a beat writer in a different division in the NHL and have them break down the entire like we division. Did yesterday. But really, what's that? Right?
2: We did that yesterday.
1: Yeah, The Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So keep keep that in mind that we're going to be doing that, rolling it out every week. So we're going to have a guy on to – or or someone on each week to break down a division and then dive into one team in particular like we did with David Alter yesterday on Monday – we Leah's favorite topic, the Toronto Maple Leafs.
2: And that'll lead us right into this season. <laughs> I'm not ready. Like, I started to look at the calendar. I'm not ready. You know what I mean? like, There's a lot of games. It seems like they have a lot of games.
0: I mean, it's the same 82.
2: I know, but it's so many. So by the way,
0: I just need to say this, the, uh, I going back to a weekend binge from last week and I said, I was going to watch the handmaid's tale episodes one and two. And this is for the new season. And this is not a spoiler, but there was a Toronto Maple Leafs joke made in, in episode two tale? of the handmaid's tale so i won't say any more than
2: that have they won the, have they won the cup yet because this is like some future dystopian no
0: I, I don't i think they imply that they have not so
1: <laughs> don't get go over well either so <laughs> <laughs> heard chef oh, oh my boy.
0: goodness well i also know a lot of people in our members only discord are planning on being at the game in tucson and also someone in the members only discord is arranging a fantasy hockey league for the discord so if you're looking to join a fantasy hockey league and you want to join our members only discord one become a member if you're not already at gophnx.com you can read craig's articles on there and all of the great writing from all of the talented writers at gophnx.com so check that out check out the phnx locker grab your gear before the season starts i think that's it i think that's all we got one more trade talk tuesday one have we more. decided
2: who it is yet, Craig? We don't have to tell now. I don't want to tease it. but You don't want decide. to tease it? Okay.
1: Do we know yeah, who it, know is? What it is? Yeah, we do you know who
0: is. Let's just keep do it a secret. It? You want me to say yeah. it?
1: Keep it a secret? No? Okay. Let's keep, keep, keep it a secret. a secret. Okay, we'll keep it a secret.
0: thank you you everyone so much for listening leave us a review like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel so you never miss one of our live shows you can follow us on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes as well and follow phnx sports across all social platforms for all arizona coverage tons of content every single day five seven days a week actually so check that out thank you all so much for listening we'll be back with another audio episode tomorrow on wednesday we'll be back live thursday until then Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, everyone.